Ferguson fight coming up, but apparently that's been canceled. The latest I heard was like a week ago is that Khabib was trapped in Russia, I want to say. And so now Ferguson is going to be fighting somebody else. I can look up who it is on my phone, but uh, yeah, they already said a transition. Full yeah, but they had to replace Khabib. He's probably the biggest draw on that thing. Yeah, it's going to be Dude, Ferguson Russia. and Justin Gaethje. I don't know how to say his name. Right, there's some fighters that aren't going to leave. Like he, he's not going to leave Russia. I don't think he can. Yeah, huh. April 18th. I bet. I wonder if the pay-per-view sales will. They'll probably balance out, even though it's like, oh, we don't have the draw of Khabib. It's like, we still have the draw of being the only live sports that's happening in real time. It'll, it'll, probably... it'll be the biggest, it'll, I mean, it, it would be the only thing on. It'll be the biggest draw they've ever had in their lives. And yeah. nobody well, can have, like, view parties. You know what I mean? Like, we've had, like, 12 people here. Now, if those 12 people want to watch it, everyone's got to get their own thing. Dude, that's a good call. Wait, so, Ted, when you watch old sports, are you watching, like, run-of-the-mill random games, or are you watching, like, World Cup finals and, like, you know, World Series and stuff like that? Oh, uh, pretty much run-of-the-mill games. If it's a World Cup final, I know how it ends. <laughs> oh, you probably know how most of regular games then, too, right? With, well, I'm just saying, like, I, to me, it was, like, they keep replaying, like, all these finals, but it's, like, it's a game seven. Like, I'm a sports fan. I know what happens at this, right? I remember. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, like the other night I watched 2000, what was it, 2016, Oklahoma versus Texas Tech, college football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be dope. I'd like, the only one I'd like to rewatch, I'd like to see University of Texas, USC football, the final with, um, what was the, uh, Vince Young. I'd like to watch that game. Vince Young, Matt Leiner, Reggie Bush. It was all last Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I may Jesus have watched part Ted. Don't get me wrong. There are certain big games I watch part of, but like, yeah, watching. Uh, now the truth comes out. Yeah, maybe I'm full of S because I've definitely watched Sounders replays. Dude, you were a true sports fan, man. Honestly, this makes me respect you a little bit more. Yeah, well, I mean, it's. I, Look, sports and, like, I was telling – Matt already knows this, but, like, I forget how much I go out on Saturdays, right? The last Saturday I could go out, I saw you, Cobb, right? It was just like, you know, I mean, like, Saturday. I got to go do something. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were in your shop talking about whether or not you were going to stay open. <laughs> that just seems so laughable now. Jesus. It's wild. Dude, is Pike Place even open? Um, technically, there are a few businesses in Pike Place that are open. Um, we are only shipping corporate orders. And other than that, we're closed. Um, so it's like no contact, you know? Uh, yeah. But I would guess probably in the next couple weeks, uh, we'll be back open in some capacity. And there's an employee full stuck retail. in Hawaii. What's that? I didn't hear you. I said, and there's an employee stuck in Hawaii. Oh, he's back. He made it back, but he's not allowed to leave his house. So for people listening, we have uh, one 17-year-old employee who's a, a, friend, a friend's son. And, uh, yeah, he was, yeah, he was stuck in Hawaii for three weeks while we were getting orders. It's pretty hilarious. But, yeah, he's, he's not allowed to leave the house. So we're, we're a staff of two right now. I know. It's weird. I haven't seen his dad in, in weeks. It's killing me. Dang. Yeah, you guys usually see each other a couple times a week. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, what else did I have written down here? 
lot of notes today, boys. Two different notepads. Wow. The oh. regular one that I have all the time. <laughs> I love how you write our name on there. We've been friends for, for a decade. I just didn't want to forget. <laughs> and then this one has all the big time notes. Zoom setup. Oh, yeah, the big stuff. There we go. Tech Ted. I, Tech I, Ted. I mean, Kyle, did you notice that I own a MacBook now from like 2012? How would I have seen that? It has a camera pointed at you. Yeah, but he showed his phone. That means he's on a computer. Yeah, but his phone is not a MacBook. No, you're right. I'm just saying, did you notice I'm like on a computer? No, I didn't even, honestly, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, but, well, it's yeah, wait, so, <laughs> so yeah, what's, what's this? A new tech version of Ted? Yeah, I'm zooming. I got this, uh, I got a laptop now. I can, look at that, picking it up, doing everything. Uh, yeah, I, I found a shop that, found, that sold old ones. So I got one as I was like, uh, when I was in here for like 14 days, like trying to do uh, these kind of Zoom calls on a phone just sucks, right? Because you got to always scroll over and this and that. So I found this. Dude, honestly, I never realized till right now that you didn't have a computer at your house. That blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> never. I never thought of that. Yeah. And you're one of the happier people I know. I wonder if there's a connection. Well, I mean, look, I watch TV. Some people are all on computers. Uh, screen time, screen time, right? Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if all screen time is equal. I don't really know. Yeah, I guess you have well, a phone, too. And yeah. I don't know if it's the type of screen that matters as much as, like, what you're filling content. your screen with, the content of it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I've been having some great times in front of screens lately. Um, but oh, these are great. Right. Right. If you're spending all your time, you know, arguing with people on Twitter on your screen time, like, you might be missing the boat. You're getting, like, sports updates that make you happy and, like, um, you know, connecting with people and seeing funny tweets and, you know, learning interesting stuff or finding inspiring stuff. Like, yeah, I, I mean, especially now, I don't think it's the worst thing. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I was I'm just talking to somebody about that. Let me check my screen. We're at 23 minutes, boys. That's what it's telling me. Yeah. Well, and we'll figure it out, man. We'll figure it out. I'll get the production over to Matt, and we'll figure out how to get our, like, our pacing or whatever to get it more like our podcast. But, I mean, I don't know. It's tough. Plus, it's just I can't explain to you. Like, I'm so used to doing these Zoom calls where it's just us effing off. Like, there's part of my head right now that's like, do a show and then there's other part that's like yeah this is what you get right now well, we'll this be, is how we hang out we'll figure it out but like right now this is a podcast well <laughs> dude, honestly yeah it makes me so happy because usually i'm the one like skype calling in and uh, oh so you cut it out just like when skype talk when you're trying to talk no you said skype and you went oh did he yeah just... so what i was saying is like it's nice I turned my video off, Matt. Don't worry. So yeah. what I was saying is, like, um, it's weird because I'm used to being the guy Skyping in. And so when you can't see the other people's faces, you can't tell, like, the cadence and the timing of when they're going to talk or when you're going to talk. And so it's nice. I feel like you guys get, like, a little taste of what, it's, what life on the road is like. 
Oh, now your screen's back on. I was going to say, can we talk now? Because um, you just turned it back on. So when you turn your screen off, can you still see us? Yeah, baby. Oh, I was okay. just turning it off so my audio wouldn't get messed up again. Okay. Gotcha. Whoa. Are you guys there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're both here. here. Oh, you both went right. off. Okay, yeah, that freaked me out. And you guys switched positions on the grid. Like, Cobb moved up to the top left, and Ted with the magenta T is right below me now. Yeah, I just wanted to see if we were doing it like this, if, it would, if the pacing would be different. Oh, yeah, I Ted, how do you have your own logo on here? I, I have no idea. I have not... <laughs> <laughs> You're, I know somebody else asked me about that. They're like, how do you have that? I'm like, I, I don't know, man. I, I thought everybody had that. Uh, that's funny. But with that said, as bad as this one is, I still want the video. I was going to say, I, there goes the, like, like, let's see how it affects the pacing. And then we just have a lull as soon as you guys both cut out. Like, and I'm sitting here, like, looking at myself on my screen, like. <laughs> but, Cobb, you had asked, uh, asked about hearing from uh, listeners. And I've definitely got some tweets and messages from people that just kind of wanted to hear you know, hope we're doing well, but also just wanted to like know if they were going to get to hear our voices anytime soon. So I'm sure they'll be stoked about this. Um, they haven't like given in-depth updates on how they're doing, but I think even with us working out the kinks of the quality and the pacing and all that sort of stuff, uh, they'll be pretty stoked. And the podcast I've listened, I listen to, you know, I listen to history hyenas all the time and they're doing it over zoom and other, other ones are. So I think it's kind of just, Par, par for the course right now um and yeah the the audio quality and the the connection and um pacing is kind of like what i've noticed on a lot of different podcasts like oh they're doing podcasts over zoom like cool at least i'm still hearing them so i think a lot of things too like i'm used to seeing a big time morning show like the today show or sports center with scott fan pelt like you're used to seeing computers mess up now Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, it's part of the world we're in. Everybody's zooming. We sure are. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw Cobb just blatant it out. Like, you still here? You, you, had, your, you had your hands, like, wrapped around each other, just looking just diabolical. Like, we'll just let that one simmer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, true. People are zooming. Wait, so Ted, you said it's National Beer Day today. What a like, what what does a day like that look like? One beer, six beers. Like I saw you just sipping a fresh one. Where are we at? We're on beer three. Okay, all right. See, that's reasonable. Single man at the house alone, three and beers. This, and this day has an actual reason, because today is the day that. Uh, Right, I think Prohibition started April 7th. Oh, interesting. Yeah, care if it started or got repealed. I don't know. Probably maybe repealed. That would make more sense that we're drinking. Somebody was doing something. Somebody was doing something on this day and people started drinking beers. And years from now, look at us. <laughs> Cop, you want to read an email? Uh, yeah, I'm going to turn my video off just so it doesn't... Uh slow down too much 
because I got to get out of this screen anyway. Is that cool with you guys? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it looks like we got a couple of them. Uh, people are definitely concerned. When was the last podcast we did? That's the real question on America's mind. Ooh. The last pod. All right. So uh, that weekend, they shut all the bars down on the 15th, Sunday the 15th. It was March 10th. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Bar Pond, boys. See you all at Meltdown. Start off, I would like to put in $200 for a few uh, owning shares of the podcast. I'm buying low and will sell high at 420 per share. Stocks will rise this summer after the Ted Smith stocks to Dolphin Girl. Second, uh, possible flag and curse word. Matt, I'm not going to say it because I don't want you to have to go back to this. All right. Uh, if, I was, if I was to go to prison, then I would probably uh, look to be, oh, I forgot. We had a cop topic about what you'd do in prison, I think. Uh, if I was to go to prison, then I would probably look to be the logistics and find out how to bring drugs in. I uh, may need Ted's help to hide the shank after I slice an MFR, but really, uh, I should just uh, take, I should just face the fact that I will be, uh, I don't even know what that says. Um, uh, it's a bunch of swear words. We're going to pass. <laughs> uh, pass, pass, pass. Uh, anyway, hope to see everyone at my 322 Seattle Dragons tailgate. Um, even if they won't oh, listen to... Uh, that's going to be a no. This sounds so dated. Yeah. Doesn't mean we can't... Uh, even if they won't listen to the stadium, doesn't mean we can't have a party. Very dated. Uh, very respectfully, um, I'm not going to say his name, but AKA Quartermaster Second Class, Enlisted Service Warfare Specialist, Enlisted Air Warfare Specialist, AKA Dragon's Tailgate Guy, AKA New Co-Owner, The Podcast, LLC. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Dude, I, like I respect when that email came in, people were still talking about, right? Because it's literally the last day we did our podcast, the next day, the NBA stopped the or no, yeah, yep. the next day, the NBA stopped their league and Trump went on TV and was like, yo, we got a problem. <laughs> He's like, it's a Chinese conspiracy. <laughs> Um, so it looks like one of the uh, cop topics I think was like something about like a little thing that brings you joy. Um, in the summertime, uh, go to sit by the tiny pond in my backyard. In the wintertime, nap on the floor in front of the fireplace with the dog snuggling. Mac. All right. Yeah. Sounds like a good life. Well, boys, we got one from Miami Jake, but I'm going to save it to the last one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> the title of this one is Self-Isolation. Um, to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the, all land. the land. This is Mike. I emailed you the pull-up story and the recent uh, reviews of the Shelby, Montana bars. One activity that I've found to pass the time during self-isolation and quarantine is playing stupid games in the garage. One example is kick the can into the dustpan. It's kind of fun. Ted, one day I challenge you to a game of kick the crushed beer cans into the dustpan. Stay safe, Mike. Man, I, listen, I'm totally in for that game. I probably, it's tough. I can only play in my kitchen. It's the rest of my place is carpeted. But uh, I do have a tiny, tiny soccer ball that everybody, well, these three guys can see that I'm using to work on my touch. A tiny ball. Are you getting really like good it. at mini cornhole, Ted? Uh, I have been in this house for a month, two weeks straight, and I am not much better at mini cornhole. It's a challenging sport. 
but you have been playing just sitting there by yourself. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially sometimes too. Like, I won't do it because we're actually recording a podcast. But sometimes during the daytime Zoom calls, I just kind of like spin it this way and just sit over there, like over there. <laughs> you can see me playing cornhole. You could pick a team. I'll you. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, man. For me, we're talking about being like watching replays of sports. Like, I'm just the same. Like, I need some comfort in my life, right? Some normality. So, if I have to rewatch a college football game on a Saturday, we're rewatching a college football game. Dude, I didn't even think about what this is doing to like the Dragons business and the whole relaunch of the XFL. Yeah, I mean, I would have to imagine it's probably done. Yeah, tough, tough start. Especially after they had a great start. It's too bad. Hey, guys, it's 2.32 on March 30th, 2020, when I write this. I don't know when it will be read. Hopefully, is ever, hopefully everyone is doing good and staying sane. I don't remember what episode you talked about it, but I think it's time for another The Migs Megacast party. You guys can celebrate your 300th episode, and we can <laughs> celebrate not being socially distant. It's an idea, but who knows what's going to happen in the next few weeks, four months. Another weird thing. <laughs> Does Cobb look like... Uh, one of the property brothers from HGTV, or am I crazy? Later, Stevie, the Packers fan. I'm gonna look that up right now. I'll, I'll turn my camera back on so you can see me. I'll try to look like a property brother. I am wearing a collared, like a checkered I mean, shirt for people at home. I was gonna say, Cobb can dress the part, but with your <laughs> beard, you sell maybe? that real estate. Don't they have beards? No, I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, that's not far off. Ted, little, I'd like to talk to you about double. a piece of real estate. It'd be perfect for you. Oh, yeah, I could see it. The guy in the suit. I mean, That's a compliment. That that good looking. I still said for years, when you have a, a little beard, that you look like uh, Aaron Rodgers. I'll take it. I'll take it all. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Um, Got him a good quarterback. All right. Miami Jake. Um, to answer last week, oh, to the greatest podcast in all the lands. All the land. All the land. <laughs> to answer last week's Cobb topic, my, my go-to move to cheer myself up is going to the beach alone. When I have a lot on my mind that I'm trying to process, floating in the water and getting a little bit, bit of sun does wonders for my thought process. All told, I'm usually there for about an hour, and these short visits allow me to keep things in perspective. Secondly, as I write this, the global zeitgeist is a particularly uneasy one and is unmistakably palpable whenever you venture into public. Driving around town is beginning, beginning to feel eerily like the start to an apocalyptic film. With shelves and supermarkets cleared out, a standoffish uh, MO with strangers, and a general paranoia currently driving day-to-day -day life. This, combined with last week's fear cast, trademark, uh, got me thinking a lot about what I would do if the proverbial <laughs> shit hit the fan. Ultimately, I settled on believing I would grab a few of my boys, get armed, and steal Pitbull's yacht and try to isolate myself until things blow over. That brings me to my question for the podcast. It could be a super, super virus, zombie apocalypse, World War III, whatever scenario you like, really. What would you do if shit hit the fan? Feel free to discuss or don't. It's your show. Do whatever the hell you want. Miami, Jake. I mean, I know my answer now. <clears throat> uh, you know... Like I said weeks ago, I'm staying in the city, right? I'm not leaving. And I mean, if it came down to it, hopefully you, you have a weapon. 
I mean, I don't know. I never would have thought about that. How do this. I picture you have like, like a little snub nose pistol, like an ankle gun? <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Look, I was telling somebody the other night, like uh, opinions uh, change an awful lot when you're in these situations. So, yeah, I definitely would have a weapon and be like, I guess we'll just wait till, I don't know. I don't know what counts as hitting the fan. To me, if there's somebody at my back door trying to get in, they get in. Oh, we got an issue. So Are you like about low, to stab a man with a low, broken broomstick? I guess is my advice. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I mean, I don't know how much more of it can hit the fan, but yeah. Uh, I would definitely. Um, I feel like I would want. Man, it's a tough thing because if you flee to the woods. Um, and wait it out. First of all, I'm not much of a survivalist, but it'd just be kind of fun um, I, to try and figure it out on the fly. And I feel like if the stakes are that high, you're going to prove to yourself what you're capable of. But the kind of people, if you meet somebody kind of like Ted's talking about in the woods, there's no way I stand a chance against them. But that feels like, yeah. and then you got animals and stuff, but I, I just feel like I'd rather be in nature. So I'd head to the mountains. But why? First of all, oh yeah, go ahead. Why? It's just, it's just like, it's like that old, I don't know, like, if you really got to that point, what am I going to go to the woods and die? Like, I, I don't want to die somewhere I don't even live. For what? To stretch it out a few few more weeks? Like, look, if it's going to hit the fan, let's figure it out. Yeah, I just feel like I'd be able to come back and like, it'd be like, give it a couple weeks, you know? And like, Bring some snacks. You know, I've been looking at doing the PCT and, you know, just kind of like, I've got some ideas, you know, just, just go prepared and, uh, you know, see, see what I'm capable of. I just think that it's like, it's me and the elements, not me versus other people who may be more armed and more angry than me. I hear that. First of all, I like that Ted's, shooting strategy is to leave no witnesses to just keep pumping rounds until the guy's gone no warning shot no blank in the gun like you know no hitting him in the leg just pumping little snub nose rounds out of his out of his bunker um stay you know, low keep firing yeah as for the argument for the woods i think the the underlying argument is that there's going to be small game out there that theoretically you could catch kill or trap to cook now, how capable any of the three of us city slickers are of doing that remains to be seen. Um, I don't think I would have a lot of luck catching wild game, especially without a gun. Um, but, you know, I don't know, man. Desperation. Who knows? Um, for me, what, what I do, honestly, I, would pro I feel pretty comfortable in nature. The city, there's just so many people. I probably would get into some sort of vehicle, whether that's a friend or you know, hijacking a car or riding my scooter and try to get pretty deep into woods, but the Northwest woods where, you know, where I grew up and so I'm more comfortable. Um, I don't know. That being said though, man, I have soft hands now, you know, I've been living in the city for a decade. I'd probably die pretty quick. And frankly, I don't know if I would want to live through an apocalypse and deal with life afterwards. I mean, arguably we are living at the peak of human civilization. You know, I take a hot shower every morning. I have food and cuisine from all over the world. And an hour of labor can net me, you know, two to 5,000 calories. It's like, do I really want to be hunting for wild game and stuff? 
after a rough transition, we could end up being happier like that living off the land, but it would be a very rough year and a half. Plus, I think people got to recognize, too, is that, like, you know, we're not even close to a place where the food is going to be off the shelves. The food is off the shelves now because people are taking too much, right? Yep. Like, and, 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 and stop, right? I go to the grocery store once a week, but get normal amounts of food. I mean, Italy, you can't do much in Italy. You could still go to the grocery stores. But it also, as somebody who's still sitting in the city, I think people would be amazed at the kindness right now of others and how much everybody's looking forward to it. Like me personally, because of how my apartment sits, yeah, I'm a little scared of a crazy drug guy trying to break in in a week or two, right? But for the most part, like, I think if we got down to the point where our cupboards were getting bare, people would come together. I don't know that there'd be this massive uprising of, like, looters and stuff. Because this is a change. Like, we're all kind of screwed here. I would say it is good. There was a, you know, with the quantitative easing stuff, did I get cut out? You got to start over. You cut out. Okay, I'm going to turn my video off. So what I was going to say is that, um, you know, I think it depends on the currency. With all the quantitative easing stuff that has gone over over the past few years, and then now the $2 trillion bailout, um, plus our changing fiscal and monetary policy, if our currency was debased to basically nothing, and we truly did get to a point where grocery store shelves uh, were barren or people didn't, you know, people were paying thousands of dollars for a loaf of bread like we've seen in other countries around the world, the chaos and pandemonium would be swift. Um, I think people would mostly band together until they get very hungry. And then it would be a quick switch and all of a sudden things would get very primal. Um, that being said, that's probably not something I would want to live through. And I don't know how, how hard I would work to survive. Yeah. I don't know. I also just think. And I like your belief in humanity, but you're also talking about hiding out with a snub nose pumping rounds in someone's chest. Yeah, but I'm also clear. <laughs> you guys are working on this theory that you're going to get into these towns. Like the town you're in right now, what you're talking about, those people will be at the edge of it with guns. And you're oh, not- yeah, and they would know what they're doing here. Yeah, so I that's would not. I'm saying too. Like, I think there's, I, to me, the woods are scarier. If I got to protect this place, at least I know it. Yeah, I, I feel it, more comfortable in the woods just because that's what I grew up doing a lot of. But, like, you grew up in the right. city, you know? Right. Me? Matt? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I still awesome. stand by it. I mean, I feel like if I met somebody, like, I just imagine <laughs> the the pandemonium in the city, the riots, looters, whatever, like, whatever scenario we're talking about, like, I'm going to get lost in that shuffle, like, if I meet some burly mountain man, like, hey man, look, you need some help? Like, then it, it'd be a, there's a, there's a slight chance of like, hey, let's partner up. I'm an able-bodied male. I can help you carry stuff or whatever, you know, like, I, I, let's, let's team up as opposed to out there where it's every person for themselves. Um, but ultimately I'm, I'm pretty much with Cobb. Like if it got, if it got to that level, like, I don't know how much I want to survive. And then it's like, yeah, just go hang out with the trees. I'm yeah, also well, that's, that's a good point. I do go, oh, go ahead, Ted. I don't want to be some burly mountain man's boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, dude, and, you know, to Ted's point, like, um. <laughs> Violence I can deal with. 
Well, and I do think, like, to Ted's point, there is a mistaken belief that somehow everyone just thinks they're going to go into the woods and all of a sudden be Rambo, you know, because they've watched a bunch of movies. And the fact of the matter is, like, we're so coddled by all the trappings of society that it would be a very difficult transition for a lot of people, you know, especially us. I mean, like, I don't even cook my own food half the time, you know, like, I eat out. So, like, trying to cook a rabbit over a fire I just built, like, it's going to be tough. That being said, you know, if I survived the first year and a half, let's say, then I figured I could survive for a while. I'll bring the lighter. I'm not sure I can start a fire. Yeah, I don't like my odds on that either. That's what I'm saying. I would, I would prepare and bring as much stuff as I could for that and see how long it lasts. And hopefully by the time it lasts, I've, like, gained some skills and, um, you know, spaced it out and, like, stuff settled down a little bit in civilization. I mean, I guess the ideal scenario is a house that's right on the edge of the woods. You can go hunt game, but still live indoors. Like an Airbnb? <laughs> I mean, I was just honestly talking about, yeah, probably taking it over. I don't know. Yeah, I, again, I mean, hey, granted, listen, when, whenever we play laser tag, we all have different theories. <laughs> I'm just more of the like, let's stay in the city. Let's protect ourselves out that way. But you got you got a big ass border out there, man. I'm pretty sure I can flank you <laughs> with my snub nose. <laughs> All right, we're supposed to keep this one light. But by the way, also something for everybody listening to the podcast. Uh, I had Matt has been a part of this. I sometimes have a party on Friday night. Was it positive Fridays? No matter what's going on, Fridays are positive. You can bitch and moan six other days of the week. <laughs> Positive Fridays. I like that. Yeah. And if you're, if you're in somewhere where you can't be positive, like on a Zoom party call, maybe it's not your night. Come back next Friday. But we need you positive on Positive Fridays. So what I was trying to say, it's like, like, uh, like they do with the Seahawks, right? You have whatever Sundays, whatever Mondays, something Tuesdays. You know what I mean? It's always like a theme thing. So Friday, stay positive, boy. And I will say, you know, it doesn't – finding a thing or two that you're, you're grateful for um, is a nice – it's a habit that I'm glad I developed before all this stuff happened because I do, you know, take a few minutes and, like, take in what's, what's still good in my life. And sometimes it's smaller, sometimes it's bigger. But uh, if you look around for things to be grateful for, a lot of people turn it into a more formal practice – you know, um, but the the attitude of gratitude, I think, has served me very well um, lately. So, it is, you know, Friday we get a whole day of it, but you can also pepper that in every day throughout the week, even if it's just, uh, you know, like while you're in the shower, just say three things you're grateful for out loud. Yeah. Also, I haven't showered in a few days. Are you serious? Yeah, well... Is it what's maddening now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what's maddening. But apparently, all that's what's maddening is you ain't showering. Yeah, well, okay. So I told you guys, right? I'm back here living on Lake Sammamish. I've been jumping into the lake every day. It's cold. I'm building up my cold tolerance. I'm up to seven breaths. But I used to take cold showers for that part of the Wim Hof method. And so my the reason I would shower was actually for the psychological, like, 
boost that I would get from that cold shower and I would shower for as long as it took me to wash my body. And now I've just been jumping in the lake because it's more fun. And But then I forget to also shower on top of that because I'm like, cool, I got my cold exposure for the day onto the next thing. And also there's not a ton of reasons to shower. I'm not going out at all. Is there soap involved is my question. In the lake? No. So in general, in three days, I ain't when worried I about shower? I'm not worried about you getting wet. I'm worried about the amount of soap to your body. Right. We're That's worried about soap. the other people in that house, man. Okay. It's not all about you. Yeah, no, I know, guys. I, it's just something I noticed, you know, everybody's going through transitions right now. There's a lot shifting. And one of my shifts was from cold showers to cold lake jumps. And then I stopped regular showering by accident. It wasn't a, you know, hey, no rules, whatever. It was just like, I noticed like, oh, damn. Yeah, I haven't showered in a few days. And I just like, I was training a client online and I was demonstrating the thing. And I was like, God damn, I stink. And I was like, yeah, I think I showered three or four days ago last time because all I was doing it for was I was more stoked about the cold exposure than the cleanliness for my showers for the last like three months since the breakup. It was just like cold showers became a like big part of my mental health prescription for myself. Brett, yeah, it's a pandemic. Why don't we get the soap involved? <laughs> now, I'm oh. glad you mentioned the breakup because what I would like to highlight here is how the tables have turned. I'm sitting here in, as Ted pointed out, a nice collared tailored shirt. And you haven't showered for three days. That right there is the difference between a house cat and an alley cat. <laughs> You're living the dream, brother. Yeah, no, it's great. I got, I got no complaints. Um, yeah, that was just an observation I had. But yeah, wow, the tables have turned quite drastically. Um, but yeah, it is funny, the, uh, yeah, the, the mess that my life has felt like, and then this happens, and it's just like, Jesus Christ. Um, Dude, but, I would you say know, it's actually kind of a positive. I, personally, I like that kind of like rogue lifestyle. You know me, dude, I like living off grid and doing stuff like that. Yep. So I view it as an upside. No, I'm, I'm with you, and, and I've gotten to I'm that point. That I lifestyle. was massively here depressed in a for a long time, but I've come out of it, but a little bit, but you were just talking, you were just busting my balls for not showering. Now you're saying you like it. What I'm saying is you are living the alley cat lifestyle, a lifestyle that not only had I lived, but I had grown accustomed to. We're talking about a decade single, okay? Now I'm out here in a collared shirt and Ted's right, man. This ain't me. I, don't, I haven't dated a girl in years. What is this not showering nonsense? I'm just saying I respect the alley cat lifestyle. Look, maybe he over-indexed on not showering, okay? But it's not about the fine specific points. It's about the general idea, which is that man is out there getting primal, getting basic, and thriving. I like I'm to committed it. to it. And don't ask when the last time I wore underwear was, because I don't remember. That's a commando right there. He survives in the woods during an apocalypse. Hell yeah. <laughs> um... I got to fight for my underwear, man. <laughs> I'm a survivalist, guys. You wouldn't get it. By the way, National Beer Day is over. Now we're on the hard seltzers. I mean, is this like the one-year anniversary of when Truly came out? Is it? No, I'm just saying like... Oh. <laughs> I wish people could have seen my face. Like, no 
<laughs> Dude, no lie. I'm drinking the Bud Light seltzer. Uh-huh. Yeah, how are those? I haven't tried them yet. They honestly, dude, they're freaking delicious. The San Juan seltzers, like the Rainier Cherry, those are probably my favorite. And the San Juan ones are a little healthier; they're a little cleaner. But you know, the Bud Light ones aren't bad. But yes, I'm, I mean, I'm, now I feel guilty. I'm, I'm I should have the San Juan one. <laughs> <laughs> I just I ran out San Juan. Sorry. <laughs> I saw Corona has some now. That's they all over, man. Stuff. Huh? Uh, Oh, Carver, you froze again on us. Oh, there he is. All right, I'll turn my video off. God, that's a bummer. I like seeing you. Yeah, me too. All right, hang on. So do we have a what's Madden or is that it? You don't shower. Uh, I mean, dude. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll just go with that. It's short. It's sweet. It's mildly entertaining. Obviously, stuff's super crazy right now. I moved back here. We kind of covered it at the beginning. Like, I'm, Yeah, I was going to say, we kind of, yeah. Yeah, every day is kind of an interesting thing. My, the things that I do consistently are yoga with Ari Shapir on YouTube. It cracks me up. Um, I jump in the lake, and I write my book every single day. And then uh, other than that, you know, the chips kind of fall where they may, and I'm just, you know, here for it, just just observing, having, making the most of the days. Um, and – how that looks is wildly different every day. I've got good habits and bad habits just stacking up left and right. Yeah. But I'm having a good time. I mean, look, that's the other thing about this stuff going on right now. Like, I don't care who you are. Like, I think, uh, who's that guy, like, on Instagram? Hargrove, right? Chad Hargrove? You turned me on to him, Matt. Maybe Chad Hargrove? Chad, C-H-A-D. So he's, like, a nutrition guy, but kind of, like, in the realm of you, like a, like a, a more – Modern nutrition guy. Carter Good? No, not Carter. Maybe I found this guy through Carter. Eddie. Jordan Syatt? I, I'm trying to get to a point. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, the point is he put out something that just said, look, you have two options in the, in the quarantine life we're in. You can either come out in the best shape of your life and do everything you want and do everything correctly and come out looking awesome. Number two is you can do nothing and come out feeling super disgusting. Now, the answer is, like most things in life, is in the middle. That's yeah. Most people like, just strive for the middle. So, yeah, everybody's going through extremes right now, whether it's food or boozing or bacon. I don't know why everybody's baking zucchini bread or pumpkin bread, but goddamn, y'all going Oh, I crazy. thought you meant bacon. I had some bacon today, and then I cooked Brussels sprouts in the grease. It was awesome. Um, well, actually, good thinking, Brev. Yeah. If any, I mean – Dude, it's been so all over the place, but I will share this takeaway. There's a cookie or cracker. I think they're cookies. Velveeta. I don't know if you've heard of them. Yeah, um, More than biscuits. Biscuit. Okay, so I found them when I was cleaning out the apartment moving, and I was going to just throw them away and give them to my uh, friend that was helping me move because uh, my ex bought them, and they were just left over. And then I was like, well, I haven't actually tried these. The brown sugar cinnamon ones taste like the cookies in Dunkaroos. So on my next grocery store trip, I'm getting frosting and I'm having Dunkaroos in 2020 and I'm pretty stoked about it. So I just wanted to give people a heads up. That's a discovery that I'm very excited about. Brown sugar, cinnamon, Velveeta, get the frosting, make your own grown up Dunkaroos, like, you know, make the most of it. So um, other than that, I'm eating one salad a day. 
and the rest of the nutrition is a free fall. <laughs> All right. Cobb, is it about that time? Boop, doop, doop, boop, boop. Cobb topic. Cobb uh, topic. Uh, so basically the Cobb topic is, uh, you know, it's more of a thought provoker than I really need answers for. Um, I, I, you know, there's no real setup. Here's what it is. Look, we're all trapped in quarantine, okay? We're all sitting at our houses. Some people are going to make great use of this time. Other people are going to completely squander it, and that's totally fine. I don't feel obligated to complete anything. That being said, if you could come out of quarantine with one new skill that you had learned, what would it be? Like, even let's say this thing takes like years to learn. Like, what would you just love to know how to do after quarantine? Feel free to email us, email at thepodcast.com. In fact, definitely email us because I think we're going to be running short. Uh, I'm guessing, you know, we're, we're off our schedule. So email us if you think about it. We'll read it next time we, uh, we all Skype up or Zoom up, whatever it is. So what skill would you like wish you had learned in quarantine? Boys? I mean, I think for me, it's just a simple numbers game. It just would be Spanish, like fluent Spanish. Oh, claro. <laughs> See? <laughs> no me diga. You know what I mean? Just because there's so many, you know, Spanish-speaking people in the States, and I could go to, like, Spain and speak Spanish, I feel like I could run into a lot of Spanish speakers across the world. Sí, Ted, me gusta mucho. ¿Dónde es el baño? Claro que sí, cabrón. ¿Dónde está la biblioteca? Las papas fritas. How about you, Mateus? Um, Mateo? Well, huh? Mateo. Oh, Mateo. Yo estoy Emilio y Mateo y con uh, Eduardo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Well, first of all, I learned how to cartwheel already, so I got that going for me. Not sure how much hand, how much is going to come in handy, but it was just kind of a fun, random thought, and it's like, let's do things. You know, you get an idea, take action right away. You can. You got the freedom. Um, but the thing that is most, like, something I want to figure out, um, and I'm already doing it, but is really just structuring online fitness and nutrition, like, really just having it all be digital because... I mean, I took the gym for granted, and now I'm kind of scrambling. And so um, figuring out how to do it in one-on-one, -on -one, like Zoom calls or Skype calls or Duo calls, which I'm already doing, um, figuring out how I want to deliver, like, programs that somebody can just kind of sign up for and go at their own pace. Um, you know, yeah, kind of kind of getting that all set up. But I've also, yeah, like I said, I've, I've made some improvements in some places. I know this is like a, a goof-off podcast, so it just – harped on how I'm not showering because I jump in the lake every day. But, um, you know, my reading and my writing and my meditating are all at all-time highs, and I'm really, really stoked about that. I like it. For, for me, I don't think I'm going to have the time to learn it, but I would love to, like, just learn how to, like, automate some processes on the Internet. You know, like, know, like, a little bit of, like, Python or something so I can, like, run little scripts to do stuff for me and make my life easier. Yeah. All right. There, All right. There you go. So there's our uh, there's our first one on the Zoom, Matt. When I close this out, see if you can stop recording, and then we can chat for a minute. Uh, I can. Yeah. Well, I can stop once you 
do your world famous the Ted Smith outro. All right. So uh, if I keep looking as if I, everybody else can see us. One day, too, we're going to do one of these Zooms where I'll just mute everybody, but you can still hear us do the podcast and you can see our reactions. All right. So <laughs> in classic Ted Smith fashion, I would say uh, shalom and happy good Passover to everybody this week and also a happy Easter on Sunday. Everybody get out and enjoy. Uh, you know, look, you can't hang out with your friends or your family. Zoom them. It's a holiday. Please don't go to temple. Please don't go to the church. You don't need to do all that. Uh, other than that, this is number, you know what? We're not going to number them now. We're just going to keep doing these until we get back in the studio, boys. Like <laughs> the prayer for Cobb from CTP. I'm the Ted Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>